Welcome to Sutton Hill Estate on the southernmost tip of Telford, unusually an urban area in the Diocese of Hereford. My name is Dawn Taffender and I'm the vicar here at Sutton Hill and also our sister parish of Woodside. And my name is Becky Dotson and I am the intergenerational missioner in both these parishes working alongside Dawn. And the idea is to bring all different generations together in different ways of worship to our Heavenly Father. Today is the third Sunday before Advent. Many of us have been holding All Souls services this week and also looking forward to doing Remembrance Sunday next. In a few weeks time, the new church year starts. And so we are in that in-between time, holding the tension between past and future. As you can see, I'm standing next to this rather large stone. This stone was dedicated by the Archbishop of Canterbury before Sutton Hill was built. God has always been at the centre of our community. We are a family of faith at the heart of our community, with faith in our community. We want to share the love of God. So welcome to our service this morning at Sutton Hill Church. Jesus Christ is King of it. He lives his life in us for the sake of the world. Jesus is alive today. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. I don't know what sort of week you've had. Maybe you've had a really good week. Maybe it's been really quite challenging. But we've all come together to set aside to worship God. So we come from scattered lives to meet with God. Let us recognise his presence with us. As God's people we have gathered, let us worship him together. So we are coming to our first hymn together. We are to worship God. We are to come as people of the risen King. Shifting shadows 
find the riches of His grace. Over all the world, His people say, sure to show we hear them call the truth that's Christ through So now we come to a time of confession, a time to acknowledge before God that we get things wrong, a time to confess what has turned us away from God's purposes in our lives. So let's do this in a moment of quiet. We have not always worshipped God our Creator. Lord have mercy. Lord, have mercy. We have not always followed Christ. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. We have not always trusted in the Spirit, our guide. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. And as we have confessed, so we receive by grace God's forgiveness. May the God of love and power forgive us and free us from our sins, heal and strengthen us by his Spirit, and raise us to new life in Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. One of the ways in our congregation is to do a four-question interview that takes a couple of minutes just to get to know one another and find out how we can pray for each other during the week. So I'm going to ask Andy here to, to introduce himself and to say a bit about what he does on a daily basis. Hello, my name is Andy Hudson and I'm working as a police community support officer covering uh, one of the areas just around Telford. Thank you, Andy. So, four questions for you. What will you be doing this time tomorrow? I should be at work. Um, it's difficult to say exactly what I'll be doing because the very nature of the job means that we never know from one minute to the next quite where we'll be or what we'll be doing or who we'll be dealing with. And what will your joy be tomorrow as you do that? One of the things that does bring us a lot of joy is actually being able to uh, just engage with people, to have a chance to, to chat with people. It's not just about um, dealing with jobs, dealing with members of the public who are having issues, but it's actually engaging, sitting down, chatting with people, um, visiting groups of refugees, maybe visiting groups of uh, in, elderly people in shelters accommodation, and just having an opportunity to, to share about what our job role entails. But then for me to take home afterwards, being able to pay for those people that I've met during the day. And what will the challenge be for you tomorrow? Just never knowing what we're going into. Um, at the end of the day, you can only ever get so much detail from the person on the other end of the phone or from our call takers. You can only ever get so much information. So we will never fully know moment to moment what we're going into, who we're facing. 
Um, and the challenge is just keeping ourselves safe, keeping other members of the public safe uh, and just dealing with what we, what we find on the swap. And finally, one last question, Andy. How can we pray for you? I think for the moment it would be wonderful if we could pray for the police service, the emergency services as a whole. Uh, currently with the situation we're in, they each have challenges they're able to deal with. Uh, so just praying for myself and my colleagues uh, for, the national, for the emergency services nationally, um, that they continue to get the support they need from, from government and from, um, from members of the public. Thank you, Andy. So let's just take a moment and pray. Heavenly Father, we just pray for Andy and all his colleagues, not just in the Telford Police and Emergency Services, but those across the country, Lord. We pray for their safety and we thank you for all that they do in protecting and serving the communities that they work in. We just ask to give them peace and strength as they do this job. In your name we pray. Amen. So as church, there are two things that we like to do a little bit differently. So we have two messy churches and we have a muddy church. We asked our families and young people what was their favourite song. The biggest one was Our God is a Great Big God. So we're now going to take time to sing Our God is a Great Big God and if you know the actions then why don't you join in with us. First reading is taken from 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verses 1 to 5 and then 13 to 17. Concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered together with him, I beg you, my friends, 
not to be so easily confused in your thinking or upset by the claim that the day of the Lord has come. Perhaps it is thought that we said this while prophesying or preaching or that we wrote it in a letter. Do not let anyone deceive you in any way. For the day will not come until the final rebellion takes place and the wicked one appears who is destined to hell. He will oppose every so-called God or object of worship and will put himself above them all. He will even go and sit down in God's temple and claim to be God. Don't you remember? I told you all this while I was with you. We must thank God at all times for you, friends, whom the Lord loves. The God, for God chose you as the first to be saved by the Spirit's power to make you his holy people and by your faith in the truth. God called you to this through the good news we preach to you. He called you to possess your share of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So then, our friends, stand firm and hold on to those truths which we taught you, both in preaching and in our letter. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loved us and in his grace gave us unfailing courage and a firm hope encourage you and strengthen you to always do and say what is good. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. The second reading is taken from Luke chapter 20 verses 27 to 38. The question about rising from death. Then some Sadducees who say that people will not rise from death came to Jesus and said, Teacher, Moses wrote this law for us. If a man dies and leaves a wife but no children, that man's brother must marry the widow so that they can have children who will be considered the dead man's children. Once there were seven brothers. The oldest got married and died without having children. Then the second one married the woman, and then the third. The same thing happened to all seven. They died without having children. Last of all, the woman died. Now on the day when the dead rise to life, whose wife will she be? All seven of them had married her. Jesus answered them, the men and women of this age marry, but the men and women who are worthy to rise from death and live in the age to come will not then marry. They will be like angels and cannot die. They are the children of God because they have risen from death. And Moses clearly proves that the dead are raised to life. In the passage about the burning bush, he speaks of the Lord as the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is the God of the living, not of the dead. For to him all are alive. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. In the past, my mum had tried to teach me to crochet. I could with confidence knit, but crocheting was a major mystery. 
until one, one day I was so fed up of getting halfway through a knitting pattern and being fed up that I decided, do you know what, I'll have a go at squares. So after making a traditional granny square blanket, I branched out. For my third blanket, I was looking for the next project and came across Crochet Along. Alongside the pattern, there were videos that slowly increased with difficulty. One of the hardest things to do is to keep the tension consistent, else when you come to fit the blanket together, it doesn't quite come together properly. Tension is what we see in our Gospel reading today. Jesus teaching and proclaiming the good news in the temple. <coughs> he was being challenged by the Sadducees. The Sadducees, a group who rivaled the Pharisees, were often in disagreement with them. The Sadducees didn't believe in the resurrection, where the Pharisees joined with Jesus that God's promises were not limited to this world. This is the third time the Sadducees had tried to draw Jesus into the nitty gritty of the law and rules. And how would Jesus answer? As often happens, Jesus does not answer the question quite directly, but invites them to expand their view and imagination. Not to limit God to their experiences, but to look towards the promises and justice of what is beyond the boundaries of this earth. Jesus points the Sadducees to eternal life, a new heaven, a new earth. Jesus spoke then and speaks now to us to remember the bigger picture. Jesus had the ultimate view. He stands at the beginning and the end of time. He preached and walked and talked with a view not just of freeing those he met, but of the whole of creation. Does this mean then we forget the detail, the individual or the traditional? No, of course not. Paul in his letters to the Thessalonians reminds us we are saved by the Spirit's power to make you his holy people. To stand firm to the good news we have heard and believed. If we are God's holy people, the priesthood of all believers who seek to become more like Jesus, then we see that Jesus time and time again stops for the few, for the one. We need to take time to look into the eyes of the one, build relationships with our communities, to listen to see where a space that the Holy Spirit calls us to is filled in word and deed. This is how Moody Church and 7YC, our youth church, came to be part of our church family. When we needed to meet outside, we prayed, we listened, and we responded to our community. And it would have been easy to keep it in one place. But it seemed that God had different ideas and it got bigger. It brought together families, support and volunteers across, from across the Seven Link Group and Navy Baptist Church. And this then is the tension we seek to hold to to look into the eyes of the one whilst being a voice against those who would ignore the oppressed and those in need. To be a voice that is often countercultural, all the time not limiting God from the lack of our own experience or imagination. Our God is a great big God. No wonder the children love that song.
I don't think I would have started the blanket if I'd realised how difficult it was going to get. Sometimes God does that though. He gives us a glimpse of the end result, but starts us off with small pieces to work with, gradually getting more complicated. But then the Holy Spirit stitches it all together. We just know we couldn't have done it in our own strength and the promised glimpse starts to look like the big picture. So pay attention to the detail and the here and now, but don't lose sight of the big picture. To share God's love, the hope we have in Jesus and the promise we all have in the kingdom of heaven, now and for all eternity. Amen. So as we think about God's word today, we remind ourselves of why we do what we do, what God writes on our heart through faith. So let's affirm our faith together. I will say the question and Becky will lead us in the response. Do you believe and trust in God the Father? I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Do you believe and trust in his Son, Jesus Christ? I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father and he will come to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe and trust in the Holy Spirit? I believe and trust in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. Amen. Amen. As we saw earlier when we spoke to Andy, I have another person for you to meet today. And I'd like you to meet Jess. And Jess, would you like to introduce yourself for us? Yeah, I am Jess. I am a mummy of three and I work for Families in Telford, which is a project for families with 0 to 5 children, as in the age 0 to 5. Fabulous. So, Jess, what will you be doing this time tomorrow? I will be in group. So the group will be ages from 0 to 5 and it will be families coming along and the children will be taking part in activities and I will be talking to the mums as well. Fabulous. So with that, what will be your joy tomorrow? The joy is always because we plan activities together with the colleagues. The, the joy is to see it all come together. So you sort of look around the room and you see all the activities on the tables and you can see that everything is all ready for the children. And that is the joy sort of taking it all in as uh, from planning to the reality. Fabulous. And what would be the challenge as you do that? I believe a challenge at the moment because we are short of staff. So we are losing one of our um, uh, project people in the project. And I think that would be a, pro a challenge for us because we're also so short of storage. So we're having to take everything all out, put it back in again just to get a few things out. And because we're one person dying, that's going to be a lot of pressure on the two of us to do all of that. And how can we pray for you? 
pray for us that the storage is coming soon and uh, pray for resilience for us to carry on because we're, we're so happy with our team right now. We feel like we don't want to bring anybody else in at the moment because we are we, we feel like we're on an even keel. So pray for resilience and strength and, and just to keep us going and make sure we're happy. And, yeah, because the happiness is keeps us going, definitely. Brilliant. Well, let's just take a moment and pray for you and the work that you do with FIT. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for Jess. We thank you for the work that she does with families in Telford, for the families who may be struggling that she works with, for those who seem to be flying and everything is fine. We just thank you for each and every family that Jess deals with. But Lord, we bring to you the team as they are suited where they are. But we just pray for resilience and strength as they work together in all the work that they do. We just thank you for the um, organisation and all the time that they give to support the families and children in our community. Amen. Amen.
relight these candles to remind us that Jesus is still alive. He shines even in the darkest places. We light a candle for peace in a world of broken promises. Those countries involved in conflicts such as Ukraine and Yemen. May this candle be a beam of hope for those who despair and a light for those who are weary. We pray for guardians, for all leaders that are making decisions that they make will be good for the people and not for their own selves. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We light a candle for hope for our families and friends who are special to us and for people who may have lost their way. Many have found life difficult and are gradually giving up. For this community, for guidance, for those who are lonely or distressed, for those who are anxious, for those who are struggling to make ends meet, for those who find life difficult in whatever way, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We light this candle for peace in the heart of young people. We pray that you calm their minds in time of trouble and put in the hearts of young people to start violence. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We light a candle for the sick and for those that care for them. In a moment of quiet, we invite you to being to God, those known to you. May this light reassure them of your love for them and that you are always faithful, always. Lord, in your mercy, hear me. We light a whose life on earth is ending. We pray also for the bereaved, those left behind that may seek comfort. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We have lit these candles with a thankful heart for peace, for hope, for guidance and grief. We pray that they may be a shining light in all our lives and the entire world. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. We continue in prayer with the collect, the special prayer for this, the third Sunday before Advent. God, our refuge and strength, Bring near the day when wars shall cease and poverty and pain shall end, that earth may know the peace of heaven through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, 
forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. The kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Our service is drawing to a close, but we have one final hymn. One of the verses of this well-known hymn says, My chains fell off, I rose, went forth and followed thee. That is our wish for everyone that we meet, that they would know and love the Lord Jesus and follow him. So let us sing together and can it be.
So as we look forward to the week ahead, we carry God's light with us and so a blessing. The love of the Lord Jesus draw us to himself. The power of the Lord Jesus strengthen us in his service. The joy of the Lord Jesus fill our hearts. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you and all whom you love, now and always. Amen. We go into the world to to walk walk in God's light, to rejoice in God's love and to reflect God's glory.